And then she came back and checked me like a, an hour later to make sure I was okay. And I'd hopped out of bed and was climb, like lying on the floor, like facing the opposite way, just in like the fetal position. <laughs> <laughs> and you became a dad, you said. <laughs> <laughs> They're just two parents who happen to be dads. One called Harley, the other one is Wads. It's not really Wads, it's Waves. But Wade doesn't rhyme with dads. It's shitting with the door open. I've got a wobbly pencil in my hand. It is. They're pretty stupid. They're real fucking. It's a bendy novelty. pencil. It's a bendy pencil that lead will bend as well, but it doesn't write very well. No. You know what I mean? It's silly. It's, it's silly. It's stupid. It's silliness. It's another space. It's filler. landfill. It's it's what happens with kids. Yeah. You have an endless amount of dumb shit in your life yeah, that, that you is, do not need. It just fucking, and it never ends. Like nope. I say, endless. It just doesn't yep. end. The amount of like dumb shit that, uh, for everybody, not just kids, just yeah. the amount of like fucking trash but that children, people are making. I think children are, are peak consumerism. Like until you ha- until you've had kids, you won't understand the absolute yes. ridiculous level of dumb shit. And then because they're growing so fast and they're changing and their yes. their moods and tastes are changing, yeah. then what was dumb shit uh, and fun for them yesterday is just dumb shit and babyish the next day. Yes. So then they need some more grown up dumb shit. Yeah. Which the you know the day after that is going to be babyish and like it's just relentless and, amounts and of dumb clothes, shit. And their clothes, we could absolutely just be getting. Um, uh, hand-me-downs from any number of people we in our lives. We get a lot of hand-me-downs. We do as well, but it's also fun to dress them up. So you buy nice things <laughs> because it's fun to make them look cute and pretty. So you buy these nice things that are only going to fit them for a fucking month or so. We are in fucking a fantastic uh, chain where we're kind of at the bottom, I reckon, where we've got like two separate lines of like girls' hand-me-downs like yes. coming towards us. And these clothes, we'll just get like bags of clothes. Like every few months, we'll get bags of clothes out of the blue. And they're all like immaculate. And I'm like, how is these clothes, how are these clothes staying in this pristine condition? Right. So my girls will have them for like a week and they're like, oh, trashed. Destroyed. Trashed. Well, I know multiple times for both of my children, we've bought clothes that are, you know, really beautiful uh, clothes. Like I, I brought back these beautiful um, outfits from India yeah. uh, for Leonard when I went over there. And they were so beautiful. We didn't want to put them on him. <laughs> and then he grew out of them. Yeah. So never wore them. <laughs> it was a complete fucking waste of money. Fucking the girls have so many dresses. Like Sylvia now is also obsessed by dresses. I for a long time tried to steer them into more practical clothing. Yeah. Girls want to wear dresses, wear dresses. They want to yeah. wear pants, wear pants, whatever. But my one rule with the girls for what they wear is, is it weather appropriate? Yes. But also, I try to steer them towards like shorts and sneakers and a t-shirt because I know it's much easier to climb up shit in shorts, yeah. t-shirts and sneakers than it is a fucking floor-length dress. Absolutely. But they have dozens of dresses and they just will wear three or four. You talk yeah. about getting rid of the other ones. Oh, oh, oh you never hear the, the end of it. Hell to pay. Well, dresses are fun to put on. I don't know how many dresses you put on, but it's fun. Not many. I'm not going to lie. They're very flowy. Not many. I did dress up once uh, as they, I lived in Milford Sound and they have this thing like Lady of the Sounds. And it's like a drag <laughs> show. <laughs> this is like when I was like Lady 20. Lady of the Sound. When I was like 20, 21. Yeah, we'd met. You left where yes, we met. Yes, I must have been 21 actually because I met you. I was 21. I was maybe 22. Yes. I was 22. Yep, it was around that time. And uh, I was... I was still a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> I was not. 
Uh, yeah, not then... after you'd met me. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even work. <laughs> it makes no sense. <laughs> My virginity was safe, but I took weights. <laughs> How did you achieve that? Uh, Magic. <laughs> that sounds like some real fucking Christian devilry. Though. It sounds like real fucking Christian like fast speak. No, no, I'll still be a virgin. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. If I'm penetrating you, I don't lose my virginity. Yeah. That's some real Catholic virginity there. <laughs> <laughs> Like virginity. <laughs> anyway, anyway, as you were, uh, dressed up as a girl. <laughs> dressed up as a lady of the sound. Oh, fuck, I forget my name. It was pretty good. But I had like my hair all slicked back and I shaved my armpits. And I was like, but I got wrecked beforehand. Because you had to do like a little show in front of like uh, the, everybody who lived in this little town, which is about yeah. 100 odd people. For those of you who don't have context in Milford Sounds, it's one of the most beautiful places in the entire Google world. It is unbelievably beautiful. Yeah. It is ridiculous. And made all the prettier for you being in a dress. <laughs> 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 and uh, they give you like a list of questions to fill out beforehand. Uh, and then they'd like the announcer like asks you all these questions. Uh, and I, <laughs> I went out to like some song about like... Um, Betty Davis, you know, Betty Davis Eyes. Yes. You know the song, oh, yeah, it's a great, great song. song. Yep. And the announcer was asking me these questions and I was like, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and then I just like hopped onto the ground on all fours and somebody else rushed on stage. I was like, I was wrestling around with this dude on stage. <laughs> Where are my nipples? Where are my nipples? <laughs> Just yelling that out. And then my girlfriend at the time took me home afterwards. So let's get you into bed. Uh, put me in bed and I was just wearing my stockings and like that was kind of it. And <laughs> what she a said, sentence. She, I know. <laughs> I was just wearing my stockings. And then she came back and checked me like a, an hour later to make sure I was okay. And I'd hopped out of bed and was climb, like lying on the floor, like facing the opposite way, just in like the fetal position. <laughs> <laughs> and you became a dad, you said. <laughs> <laughs> I dressed up as a belly dancer for a school um, uh, like performance. And I genuinely have no idea why. It yeah, wasn't right. my... I, I didn't plan the performance. Uh, there was some girls that were put on... We were, It was like a, a variety show, Talent Quest, and they had decided what they were doing uh, and they needed a belly dancer. And I was like, run up! <laughs> because I was a chubby kid, so it was very funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I imagine there's issues of cultural appropriation in there. And, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I don't feel like there was an agenda shaming. I think there was a lot of shame on me. Yeah, <laughs> um, I had nipple tassels. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, I always loved those dudes that wore like the giant top hats and they'd whistle out their belly buttons. When I was a kid, I found them oh, the funniest things. That's excellent. Yeah, they yeah, draw yeah. a face on their belly <laughs> on their tummy. Yeah, <laughs> the dumbest shit. <laughs> and they would pretend like they were whistling. Oh, that's comedy. That, that is great that's comedy. That's the gold standard yeah. right there. Yeah, a whistling belly button. Ooh, um, well, that's certainly cleared up all our problems from last week. Yes, I'm fine now. <laughs> we, we maybe should do a recap uh, <laughs> on how the black dog, the darkness is uh, going. Um, it's been all right. Yeah. Um, I, w- I wouldn't say the cloud is completely lifted, but I uh, just chatting to you, like we were talking about, talking about it is great. Yes. Uh, I've talked about it with my partner. I haven't gone to a professional because I well, am sceptical of them. I think they're snake oil salesmen. <laughs> <laughs> I have the complete opposite opinion, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I do have the opposite opinion, but I, I, ha- I have not uh, yet seen a professional in my life at all. 
um, and would like to, but uh, I guess where I'm at, um, the non-drinking is still happening for me, for yes, you. Yes, ditto. Um, uh, here's but I would like to have a drink. I would definitely like to You know to what I mean? Like I caught up with some friends the other day and then... How boring are friends without alcohol? Well, you're just sitting there. Was that like a Welcome to Thornbury? Yeah. So they've got like a... Great venue. Great venue. And I'm just having some chats and they're having some pints and wines. And I'm like, man, I just want to have a pint. But I've made this rule. I'm going to stick it out. Yeah. I'm going to do it. But also, (laughs) when February comes around, it's not like I'm going to go binge drinking every day. Aren't you? But when I'm at uh, like a pub with some friends, I'm going to have a couple of pints. Yeah. Because it's fun. Yeah. It's fun to get drunk. And shoot the shit. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. gonna have a baker's couple. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Look, I, uh, I I'm still not enjoying not drinking. Um, I'm not en- not enjoying it, but I'm not enjoying. It. You know what I mean? Like I'm so. It's just what it is. It just is what it is. I'm yeah. so kind of like, oh, I'd like to have a drink. I still feel the same clear. My wife reckons that by the end of the month, she goes, I reckon you'll notice. I reckon you, you, you'll you definitely notice that you haven't been drinking. I'm like, yes, I can definitely tell. I, I noticed the first day. <laughs> that I am not drinking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she's probably right. We'll, we'll, we'll notice that. I, I guess my body is feeling less achy in terms yeah. of the post-drinking aches that you get. Yep. Th- those aren't there. Uh, I don't. I still don't have the energy that I thought I would get from cutting alcohol out of my diet. That's the big one for me, where I thought I would have all this energy, and it's just it's just not happening. And I like another one of the reasons is I have like um, the unhealthy belly fat. You yes, know what I mean? the one like around the midriff, the, the protruding pregnant yes, man belly. Yes. So I've got like that going on. So and the reason, by the way, that that's unhealthy is there's a real. Um, it, it's a sign, a, a, a signpost pointed towards all sorts of major. Yes. Male. Um, specific health problems. Yeah, so yeah. there's female specific health problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's all sorts of things that says like, if yeah. your fat is there. If your fat is there specifically, then yeah, you've got some. You, you it's a good indicator that you yes. can have some issues. Yeah. So I'm trying to lose that, and I thought like that would be a, a good way to help lose that fat. So I've measured myself kind of like every week. Yeah. Uh, just to see if it's happening. No change. No. No change. So there was like a a, a slight loss from week one. To from from day zero to day seven or whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, but after that, it's exactly the same. Yeah. Exactly the same. So, you know. I, I just don't feel as bloated. That's the only difference. I don't think I've lost weight. I just don't feel puffy. Yeah. Like what alcohol makes you. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But, you know, we're doing it. I, 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 in all seriousness, I don't want to go back to as rampant drinking as I was doing in the, the, the end of last year. Yeah. Um, and see how you know the sort of the the health changes go forward. Because um, alcohol is fun, but it's fun, and uh, I guess like it's fun all the time. It's fun all the time. It's fun all the time. It's I'm, so I'm fun. S- I'm trying to find a negative about it somewhere. <laughs> well, it is. It is poison. <laughs> it is. Poison. It's actual poison. <laughs> and when you're drinking like every day, you do kind of get a bit fucking. You do need like a drink. I don't want to have a drink uh, to pick me up. Yes. You know what I mean? That's the, and that, and so that know, was where it was going for me. And that's where, where like, uh, I was at for a while as well, where you'd need a drink. Oh, I'm feeling fucking down and tired. I need a drink to kind of like pick me yes. up for a bit. Yeah. Whereas it's better just to have a drink. Oh, I'm fucking having a good time. I have a yeah. couple of pints and then, you know. Yeah, totally. And it's better for your kids to... Drink. To see, <laughs> <laughs> to see you uh, have a drink and stop drinking 
than it is for them to not see you drinking at all. Absolutely. Apparently. See the responsible consumption yeah, to see of alcohol. Because uh, I grew up and I'd watch my parents drinking. Yeah. Uh, and the, so that's, and then when I was like in my teens, that was the culture of everybody. When I was learning to drink, everybody was just binge drinking the fuck. Like, so it wasn't like when I was like 15, 16, learning to drink. Oh, well, you just have a couple of drinks and you have some chats and a cup of tea. And it's nice. No, you drunk until you passed out. Yeah. Like that's. Yeah how I learned to drink. Yeah. And so it was like a long time to change that. But see, I did the same thing and I grew up not seeing my parents touch a drop of alcohol. Yes. So I don't know that there's, you know, I don't know that you watching your parents drink excessively. I think it's the same. I think it's it's the same thing. I think if your kids are going to learn... To, like to drink like they need to because you didn't have anybody to guide you so no you one. found your yeah. own way yeah and my guide uh for my parents for better or worse was like they would drink yeah not like um to the throwing up but, you know they would drink they're yeah. they're big drinkers like yeah. drinking was always a, a, a thing yeah but i don't remember like my parents not until it's much much later my parents like picking up a drink and putting it down yeah right. and going oh no i'm done now well that's the argument for multiple um european countries who yeah. will start giving their children um weaker alcohols uh at the you dinner know, table. in their early teens kind of yeah 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 have wine and things like that yeah um and and uh, people who who suggest that you should abstain from alcohol altogether would say that that is a bad thing um and it will start them um, having a drinking problem, but I think that, like you're saying, if if you teach responsible yeah. consumption, surely that's better than prohibition. Yes, that's exactly my feeling towards it. Yeah. 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 Well, there you go. We solved that problem. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, my hemorrhoids are doing all right. <laughs> oh, we don't remember to... like getting cut out. Yeah, cut Wish out. Wish you got a photo of it. Uh, I do have one. Really? Well, not on my butthole. Oh. Uh, of the clot. <laughs> sure, everyone's dying to see that. Uh, I haven't been for a run though, which is uh, sort of uh, th- that's that's the lingering feeling in the depression. Oh, of, of, yeah. I, I wanted to be out running. I wanted to be out getting fit. Now I'm exercise worried about does it. Does help. It does, and yeah. and um, but I'm worried about it because yeah, you know you I'm sure my doctor doesn't want to have to be peering up there again. <laughs> my favourite bit about that story was he's like, "Should we take a look?" And you just like nude up straight away, <laughs> like so quickly. <laughs> I, I'm actually shocked how quickly I got nude. <laughs> I didn't even I wasn't even over near the bed, <laughs> and it wasn't just like pants down; it was pants off. Yeah, <laughs> I was just standing there with my shirt on and my dick out. I remember like at primary school, like the very first primary school I went to, it must have been like five. That's the age you go to school, I yep. guess. And then uh, like at the urinal and it was like the small country school and you'd go and like you'd pull down your shorts, you'd get yep. your little penis and you'd yes. and take a piss in the urinal. And like this one kid, I forget his name, was Reese or something. Fuck you, Reese. Of course, if it you're was Reese. <laughs> Reese. And he pulled his pants like right down to, to his, his ankles to, to yeah. take a piss. It's and we, like me and these other kids, found it so funny. And of course, there's only like six kids, six boys our age at this school. Yeah. We just, he was not a popular kid. It's called primary school, we. Yeah. And it's still one of probably the hardest I've ever laughed in my entire life <laughs> was uh, on tour um, <laughs> with the great Mickey D, who's been on the show. <laughs> Other two, uh, we were. I think it was Adelaide Airport, and I walked into the communal uh, airport <laughs> toilet. And <laughs> Mick was at the urinal doing primary school. <laughs> <week>. <laughs> 
And it is still the greatest. It's so good. All the businessmen in there that just didn't know what to do with it. And he wasn't hamming it up and going, have a look at this. He was just doing it nondescript with his bare, very hairless man as well. Bare naked ass. So he wasn't doing it for funny. Well, no, he was doing it for funny, but he didn't. He didn't let up the act when he was doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so good! And he became a dad. Oh (laughs) man, that is hilarious. Yeah, it's really good. Um, But yeah, what I had hoped too, I guess, from the sobriety is that I would get less snappy. um, Yes. And there's obviously uh, a period of time. When you're um, coming down off a drug, which is what yep. it is, um, that you're going to be a little bit um, on edge. But you know, it's been almost three weeks, and I'm still a bit, I'm, I'm a bit short and yep. cranky, and I I wanted that to go away. Once again, probably should see a professional. <laughs> um, but I this, this is on on the subject of parenting, which apparently this is what the podcast is about. Um, <laughs> It's about whatever the fuck we want it to be about, <laughs> That's buddy. right. Fuck you, whoever you are, thinking we shouldn't be talking about hemorrhoids. Uh, and and I've, this is, I've been doing this uh, quite a lot as a parent, and it's something that I've, I really want to change in general in, in the terms of my um, vernacular, is I say things when I'm frustrated to Leonard mainly. Yeah. Um, I, I use absolutes like you never listen. You yes. always do that. And I also, as my dad pointed out when we had him on the podcast, is I make sure that I rectify that. And yeah. that's a good thing. And I know that that's a good thing. But it's still, it's not great in that moment of frustration because in that moment, he's not listening to me. Yeah. And I want him to listen to me. And so I go to, you never listen. Well, that's ridiculous. Of course he listens. Yes. Um, and I was trying to have Fuck. a good moment with him the other day. We had a building project in yeah. the shed. Um, I, I want to engage with him in things that I'm interested in. in. Yeah. Um, if, uh, of course, he's interested in, and he is, he wants to be in their building. And, oh, man, I was a fucking asshole. Like, I was such an asshole to him yeah. because he was spilling glue and I just was like, just run a bead of glue along the top of there. Yeah. And he cocked it up the first time and I didn't snap. Yeah. And then the second time he did it again, I said, why haven't you learnt from the first mistake? Yeah. Um, do it a different way. And so then the third time he did it a different way and it was worse and I just fucking snapped. Yeah. And and then the whole project was finished with. He walked off because he didn't want to be around that negativity. Yeah. I ended up doing the job. So w- we're not bonding and hanging out together because yeah. we're going, you never listen. Yeah. I actually didn't say anything for him to listen to. Yes. I didn't actually show him and guide him on the process. Yeah. Um, you know, and I... Obviously, in the past, I've blamed a hangover on that kind of behaviour. Turns out, I'm just a shit bloke. <laughs> That's a nice realisation. But it's hard like when you're doing like a, something with, with, with your kids and they're not getting it right and you're just like, why can't you get this fucking right? But I don't get it right. No, neither I do I. I fuck it up. So yeah. I don't know why I'm putting these unrealistic expectations on the on the girls. Like uh, yeah. we, I was teaching them to ride the bikes the other day. Yeah. And they, from the start, they didn't re- they didn't really want to go out and do it, but I kind of forced them to get out there because, you know, I just was like, fuck, we're doing this. We're getting it done. Yeah. Uh, and then they were just kind of like being real timid yeah. about it. And like we had to cross the road. They were crying about crossing the road, blah, blah, blah. 
there was just general kindness. And instead of just staying calm and saying, you know, why don't we just do this later? It's cool. Doesn't matter. It's cool. No rush. Just bounce on the fucking tramp, bro. Yeah. Sweet. I just forced them to do it while I was like fucking barking at them. Just yeah. like fucking just, no, just do it, do it, do it. And then. How'd I that got, work out for you? Not great. No. Not great at all. And then in the end, they were like both crying. So <laughs> I fucking <laughs> grabbed their bikes. We're just going home. And like took them home. And then I'm in the kitchen just complaining to Claire about like, oh, why are they just such shit kids? Why are they fucking, why don't they, why are they so timid? Why are they blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then after like two minutes of ranting, like a cunt, like an absolute yeah. asshole, like, like the a stuff piece I'm of saying, shit. I, like a bully, like an absolute bully. Yeah. Like a bully. I was like, fuck, how long did it take me to learn to ride a bike? Right. How long does it take me? Like, and I was much more physically confident than these two. That's yeah. just not their bag. They're, yeah. they're just different kids. They're yeah. like much better at other things. Yeah. Just relax. And so <laughs> they didn't hear me like uh, go off on them. But like, later, like PJ was just in here like playing some game with like, she's got an amazing imagination. So she's just like playing with like a kind of like pin cushion and like some dirt or something, just <laughs> creating this world. And I came over and get this big hug. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. And she's like, <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what did you say? I'm like, oh, you know, I just snapped at you a bit before. It's okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no one's shit here, mate. <laughs> Forget about it. Don't bring it up in therapy in 20 years. <laughs> yeah. I think for me, and maybe um, uh, it was similar for you, I had an expectation on that father-son bonding moment yes. that we were going to have. That's exactly what it was. I, I went into it with an idea already. Yep. I thought, oh, it's going to be lovely. Like I'm going to teach the girls. They're going to have the, yep. these beautiful memories of it. Yeah. Uh, and it's that kind of thing where uh, it's the same thing that some people do. They'll like they go and do something for the story rather than for doing it themselves. Yes, for doing themselves. Yeah, like there's people out there who go, oh, I'm gonna go get drunk and then uh, jump in a pool because that'll be a fun story yeah. to tell people. Yeah, rather than just and then they drown, don't drink and swim. <laughs> <laughs> it's very dangerous. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> It's very dangerous. You shouldn't drink. I don't know why I'm bringing up that metaphor either. No, me <laughs> like either. It's so stupid. But I think it's an important Rather message. Rather than just like naturally like drinking and then naturally jumping into a pool, it's yeah. just evolve the night, just evolve that way. Yeah, yeah. That's how parenting should be. Yeah, just you let it me? happen. You just know, let I, it happen. I envisaged this moment where I'd be in the workshop, and, and Leonard would be there attentively watching what I. Uh, was doing and picking up on the skills that yeah. I've taken um, years and years to develop and then a group of men would walk past and look in and go look at that alpha male <laughs> being such an amazing teacher <laughs> to the young child the silverback teaching you know? the young buck <laughs> that's right uh, whereas what the point of it was was to just be present and have a meaningful moment with my just kids just to be present didn't matter what the project was at all. As fucking uh, Dave O'Neill, another great fucking guy from the podcast, yep. uh, it's it's quantity, not quality. That's right. You know what I mean? Just be you, with them. Just be with them. Yeah. You know, like the amount of times the girls would be like, come on, come and play with me. And I would just be like, no. Nah. Do you know my, nah. I don't know if I've brought this up before. We've, we've talked about. Because um, you play with them so much that sometimes you do need a break. Yeah, you do need a break. And then. <laughs> you almost get into the habit of having that break rather than going, all right, I've taken like 20 minutes for myself. That's Back what I find. It. I find I'm, I'm, when I'm in it, I'm actually constantly looking for the moment where I can have a break. Yes. But I'm, I'm always having a break. Like yes. I'm, I'm always trying to find a moment to not be a, around them. It's like, we'll just be in the moment. And those days and those moments where you're just in the moment and you're yep. just so present and you kind of forget it, you don't remember taking a break, 
They're the best. They're, they're absolutely. They're the absolute. And you're like, oh, this is why being a parent is the fucking a great A king's yeah. tits. It's why it's great um, parenting with Hannah because far better than me, she allows both children to make a mess. Yeah. So, for instance, if I set up the kids to paint, yeah. um, to do a painting, I will be controlling the process so that there's no paint dripped anywhere. Yes. Whereas Hannah will just roll out a sheet of paper and put the paints down and there you go, cut sick. Yeah. And paint's fucking everywhere. It's all over them and it's all over the ground and everyone's having a great time. Yeah. It's not shit at all. And you know what happens? You clean the paint up. That's it. It doesn't actually matter. And the cleaning of the paint is much less painful than the battling to keep the paint to fucking clean Absolutely in the first place. Absolutely it is. You know what I mean? Like it's so much easier to go like, all right, now we just clean up the mess and you teach the kids that when they made a mess, they get to clean it That's up. Right. There's so many great lessons in there. I mean, the difference between the way that Walter has been learning how to feed himself and the way that I try to teach Leonard to feed himself there couldn't be more polar opposites. Oh, really? Walter, it's like a fucking shitstorm. Like, it's an absolute <laughs> cyclone of food everywhere. And I'm already noticing the, the changes in that. There's less and less food being dropped. Yeah. Because he was allowed to explore textures and, and find the food. and yeah, yeah, it goes all over the ground and all over his face and all over his clothes. And but who cares? Who cares? Whereas Leonard, the poor bloke, was just barked at and get it in your mouth. What are you dropping it there for? When he was slightly older than... Walter, but I realised that I had just not let him find that process. Mate, you fucked the first one. I've fucked it. I'm, I've given up anyway. Don't worry about <laughs> <it>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think there's there's a really uh, I'm constantly trying to tell me that tell myself that all the time is just the the mess is fine. There's nothing wrong there's with it. There's nothing wrong with mess because you can clean it up. That's right. Mess can be cleaned up. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't matter if it's uh, some paint on the ground or a body in the shed. You can always get rid of the evidence. <laughs> Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> if you've got a body in the shed, leave it for a while. All right. But always clean up after yourself. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> get some pigs. <laughs> get some pigs. They'll rip through that. <laughs> but what was I was going to say before, I've, I don't know if I've ever admitted to this, um, and it's something that I don't want to admit to because I want to keep doing it. Um, I have admitted to that devices uh, are a problem in parenting um, because yes. I'm not engaging with my kid. But I have a major problem with smoking. Yeah. Um, because I don't want Leonard to see me do it. Because so I'm constantly finding more than I really need to smoke, even more than the desire or, or, or the, the physical reactions that I have to that uh, addiction. Ways to get away from him. So yeah. I can go and have a smoke so that he can't see me smoke. Uh, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. I, I'm admitting it now so that, you know, it's it's out and I'm talking about it and, and it's it's something that I want to stop. It's the only drug I've done in my life that does nothing for me. Every other drug I've tried, and I've tried quite a lot, and I've had a great time on them. Great times. Good times. Um, There's good times Bring in pill testing, you fucking idiots. Anyway, <laughs> um, I genuinely nearly died uh, because of a bad pill. Um that, that's would the you truth. think uh, you would have went to get it tested though if you were absolutely at a festival? Yeah, absolutely, I would have. I think I'd be I right up that shit. Would have just <laughs> fuck it. I would. I would have like cause you wouldn't. You wouldn't have got it tested. I don't think so. What about if you did test it and it came back with something like paint thinner in it? Would you still take it? I'd say, well, what else is in there? <laughs> 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 Point is. Uh, Test fucking 
pills. Your prohibition doesn't work, you fucking idiots. Um, uh, but but out of all the drugs that I've tried uh, and had great times on, nicotine it literally does nothing. No. It does nothing for me. And it's the only thing that I've ever been addicted to. It's the only yeah. thing I can't kick. And the other day I had snuck away again. No good reason to. Didn't yep. need a cigarette at that time. Snuck away into the shed to have a smoke. Leonard walked around the corner, saw me doing it. His reaction was immediate um, and passionate and emotional. Yeah. And so was mine. And he yelled at me, you're smoking. And I screamed back at him. That's why I wanted to be fucking left alone. Ridiculous. Yeah. So were you, do you reckon your reaction was because you were caught? Absolutely. It was because yeah. I was caught. Uh, and so um, I'm trying to make a commitment that uh, I'm not going to stop smoking at this stage. Uh, I have Get my own personal vapes. reasons for that. Hey. Get on the vapes. I bought a really expensive vape from your home country, greatest country in the world, New Zealand, um, <laughs> who actually allows uh, vaping nicotine. And ding dongs right there, mate. Fucking a uh, country of ding dongs. Country of ding dongs. Nah, they are. But right. I bought a great vape from there uh, and then went on a cruise ship and got a bit drunk and dropped it and broke it. <laughs> Uh, but my, my commitment is to uh, not find moments to sneak away to yes. have a cigarette. When I am child-free, I yeah. will have a cigarette. Ah, and that's a great way to cut back as well. Yeah. I tried smoking when I was like 15. Like, uh, you know, like that's the year. Well, that was my year to kind of try yeah, a lot of Yeah, mine was 14, yeah. Uh, and then had drunk and got drunk and then somebody said, have the cigarette and I had it and I was like, had a couple of puffs. I was like, oh, I don't feel so good. Throw up. A month later, they're like, have a cigarette. I'm like, all right, all my other friends smoke. I'll try it again. I'm gonna, yeah. I'll crack this nut. Yeah. And then I had a, <laughs> had a, had to another couple of puffs to throw up, and I was like, no. Nah. It's disgusting. And I was like, well, what what will happen like uh, when I don't throw up? They're like, yeah, yeah, you just push through, you don't throw up, and then a, uh, you know, you just keep smoking. <laughs> yeah, but then what happens? Oh, you you can never give it up. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'll give that a miss, thanks, guys. Does it give you a high at any point? No, no, oh, no, 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 no. You'll probably feel sick a few times though. Actually, all right, yeah, no, I'm just, I'll stick to the booze. This is the good fun. <laughs> Does stuff. it make it easier to exercise? Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> so my commitment is. Um, around smoking is that I will uh, only smoke when I'm child free I won't I won't try and find moments to break away um, yeah. from the kids so I can go and have a cigarette I will just uh, do it when I'm not around them which uh, will I guess help me cut down but I'm not ready to give, to give it, it up give it the kick at the moment that's a good commitment though yeah that's good yeah um, are you going to be more honest with uh, your kids about smoking well, I do, it, I do it in front of Walter all the time, which is also yeah. a problem. Hiding it from them is a problem. Doing it in front of them is a problem. Well, um, my brother smokes, but both my parents don't smoke. Yeah. So he learned to smoke on his own by hanging out with friends. Same. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I don't smoke. Claire doesn't smoke. I assume the girls won't smoke, but maybe they will. Maybe they'll just hang out there's with some a, friends. Apparently, you know? there's a rising amount of young people smoking Ooh. because uh, the laws around it in uh, in this country, which predominantly I agree with, yeah. other than the ridiculous prices that uh, that's a great oh, man, big but tax nobody, <laughs> nobody, No politician's going to win votes by going, let's cut the smokers some slack. Oh, absolutely. No, you know? um, but in terms of the, um, the where you can and can't smoke, I, I actually 100% agree with it. But it for the young people, it feels like a form of prohibition, which makes it cool again, and they're seeing a rise in young people smoking. Anyway, I'm going to try not to do it um, and, and uh, eventually try and cut it out altogether. I also imagine that you see maybe like a rise in people, uh, young people smoking, because there's less talk about it now. 
because for a long time the talk was how do we get people to stop smoking and yes. then smoking numbers drop and drop yep. and then they do like the packaging and there's all this talk yep. about the laws about that and now like uh, I've maybe I'm, I'm missing it maybe the talk is still there but I definitely do not feel there's as much anti-smoking conversation going around as there was like 10, 15 years ago. No, I don't think so uh, at, at all. Um, I have noticed the decrease in smokers in my demographic, my age group, yep. um, and in my industry is amazing. Within the um, performing... <coughs> excuse me. Within the performing arts, um, for, when I started, everybody smoked. Yeah. Fucking everyone. You smoked yep. in comedy clubs. Um, I smoked on stage. That's what it was when I started. Um, and now, and you go out, you know, uh, at a halftime break at comedy or just in the green room, everyone's lighting up. And more often than not, I'm now the only person walking outside to have, to have a, a cigarette. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's lonely. And <laughs> it's however, as we've discussed, I quite like <laughs> the solitude. It's really good, and it, it, I, I find a lot of my smoking happens um, uh, in social circumstances when I don't want to be in a conversation yeah. for no good reason, mind you. There's yeah. nothing wrong with the conversation. I'll just find a way to start rolling a cigarette in front of that person, <laughs> <laughs> so they know to find an ending, wrap it up. <laughs> so I'm going to be leaving soon. Put a bookmark. In it, mate. Yeah. I'm off anyway, for a you know, it's. Uh, I, I regret it mostly for uh, the the bad parenting that it's created. Um, <clears throat> a little off topic. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess nothing's off topic. No. Change a topic. Change of. To change a topic. Uh, it is Penny's last day at Kinder today. Hello. Start school in two weeks. Congratulations. It is unbelievable uh, how, and we've talked about this. So often, yes. How fast that time goes. Goes so fast, and how slow. Fuck it, goes slow. That time goes. It's like a lot of my love making. <laughs> <laughs> this is taking forever. What? I come. Oh my god, I'm so good. I'm lasting such a long time. Oh, I'm finished. <laughs> I shouldn't have talked about it. <laughs> yes, kids growing and is the time exactly it takes like <laughs> to make a cup of tea. I'll have you done. <laughs> we put on Bluey the other day. You know the new uh, ABC Kids yes, show, yeah, Bluey. Yeah. We, we try not to have uh, Walter in in front of the television at all, in front of screens. Yep. Too young, um, not even two yet. Uh, whacked on Bluey. And it goes for seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, we got through a few episodes. Calm down. Um, <laughs> but congratulations uh, to Penelope at the yeah, end of Kinder Starter School. And it's that thing where I'm like, you have like regrets of like, could I have done more for her? Yeah. Kinder, like, I made all these like plans to like, oh, when she leaves, she'll be doing A, B, and C. Like, she'll be able to. Oh, yeah. She'll recognise this and do that. And she's pretty good like yeah. with her letters and numbers and, and stuff. But you always think, oh, could I have done more? Could I have done more? And also, like, there's this bit of me where I'm like, I don't know how much of this is because she's just my kid or because she's my daughter. You yeah. know what I mean? And I don't want to differentiate the two. I'm trying. Yes. I, I try not to. Yeah. I just want to – because I don't have a boy. Yeah. So, so for me, it's just, oh, that's just – but how much I want to protect her yeah. from being hurt. And I know once you go to school, it's a different fucking level. It is of different. Like social pressure. And even, at, even in prep. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And because she's not just, uh, she's the smallest fish. And yes. like a much bigger pond. Yeah. And kids can be assholes. And I want to protect yeah. her 
and I want everything, you know, keep her in a bubble and keep her safe. But at the same time, I want her to get out there and just grow and be this an amazing human being. Yeah. And so I'm well aware that I'm overthinking it because she's four. You know it's pretty mean? unavoidable to overthink it, to be fair. But, you know, like, I'm just like, oh, Patty, stay with me. Don't get bigger. I love you so much. Homeschooler. <laughs> Fuck that. How does that feel? <laughs> How did that make you feel Not then? Good. Your Not good, Harley. sphincter got all tight, oh, didn't I'm it? I'm going to start smoking. <laughs> uh, I, I, it is. It actually is. A, I, I haven't thought about it until right this moment. The, the biggest transition from kinder to school is um, their introduction to some genuine bullying. Yeah. Um, not only uh, the receiver, but the perpetrator of. They yeah. they start this... I don't know, uh, maybe it's just an age thing, but I think it's a bigger group thing and I think yeah. they're less monitored by yes. adults. And and p- part of it's good. I, I don't think bullying is good, but there are. I think there are interactions between kids that maybe some adults look at as bullying, which is actually them just figuring out um, their space, who they like, who they don't like, who likes them. Um, And it's confronting. Like I have been, uh, I have had moments of internal rage. I've tried to never show it um, to Leonard when he has told me about um, things that children have said to him or done to him. He's been hit, he's been pushed, he's been called names. He's done those Things I also know that he has hit and pushed and yes. called other people names, but you, I don't give a fuck about that side of things. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do, my child? That's my precious angel. Mate. I'm going to string you up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I do try to approach the other side of things too, and and it's the it, it is this is you're at the moment now where you're going. Oh, I can't protect them. Yeah, they're going. They're going to go. That's it. And like, I'm I'm pretty confident that uh, the academic side of things will be fine. And socially, she's very social. She's a yeah, she's a great she's kid, an excellent, excellent yeah. kid. But at the same time, it doesn't matter how excellent you are. There's always going to be a holes about there. And Absolutely, all, some people just aren't a holes. You just don't get on with them. Yeah. And so I just want to, <laughs> I just want to keep her safe. Yes. You know what I mean? But at this, you got to let them go. Got to let them go. Got to let them go. Time to move out, Penny. <laughs> get a job. <laughs> You're nearly five now, all right? I mean, seriously. <laughs> I had three jobs by then. You fucking mooch. <laughs> well, I'm, look, I'm just happy for you. I think it's great. I think it's a good I'm step. Looking, uh, I am looking forward to it. Uh, but at the same time, I'm, you know, I worry about them. How do you feel that the sibling rivalry is going to go? Because they are currently pretty much with each other all the time. Because they go to the same kinder. Yes. Um, for the first time in Sylvia's life, um, not in Penny's life because she existed without her, yeah. in Sylvia's life she won't have her sister there and her sister's about to go and make some sick new friends, learn yeah. some sick new stuff. Sylvia is, um, I reckon I reckon that'll be fine. She'll miss her, like, uh, but she will also adjust pretty quickly. Like I think I think it'll be fine. Like I think it'll be hard uh, when they get back, and like the older kids won't be able to help, like showing off and going, "Well, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a big kid now." Yeah. Let me show you what a wedgie is. Let me show you. <laughs> <laughs> Here's something I learned at school. <laughs> Wet willies. I think they'll be fine. Like uh, the younger one wants to be Penny's best friend until she doesn't, and Penny always wants to look after her. Yeah. Like yeah, until, cool. until until she doesn't. Yeah, they're just they're sisters. They get on very well. They have like a uh, what I hope is a great relationship right up until the adults. Yes. Whereas my sister and I have a great relationship now, but I didn't talk to her as a kid. She was like eight years younger. Yeah, 
I barely acknowledged it. And my brother and I were on good terms, no doubt, yeah. like we're friends. Yeah. But he and I never got on as kids. I've had some genuine conflict with all three of my siblings. Yeah. Quite quite intense yeah. um, levels of really not liking each other. Yeah. Um, mostly from them to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> and now I would call all three of them my friends. Yes, I would um, absolutely. Very close like, friends uh, that I love very much. I would call my sister up if I was having some troubles or I just wanted to chat. Yeah. Uh, and I will see, like, and I'll mess with my brother to find out, like, how he is. But yeah. he's not the kind of guy I'm going to go. And he's just, also, that's not the kind of guy he is. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. I would call up and say, you know, I'm a bit depressed and down. Like, yeah. You know, well, you don't need him. You've got me. I've got you. <laughs> uh, and he's not, yeah, he's not the kind of guy that would ever. Call yeah. you up. Yeah, he's old school. Yeah. Another fun episode. <laughs> <laughs> A great finish. <laughs> Good run in at the end there. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, be the change you want to see in the world. <laughs> Dad's 